Welcome everyone to the Black and White Podcast. Um, excuse me, the Not So Black and White Podcast, aka the Chronicles of an Interracial Couple. You're right, you're right, my bad. This is Leah. And it's your boy Q. And we're back for another edition of uh, this podcast, where today we're going to be talking about fetishes. And if you haven't done so already, we are now on Instagram. So if you're listening to our podcast, please feel free to go check out our few posts. It's uh, the Not So Black White Pod, Not So Black White Pod on Instagram. And while you're following us, make sure that you comment, you know, like, uh, give us your thoughts and your opinions on our topics, what we have talked about, and maybe there's something you want us to address on the podcast. You know, of course, we'll keep everything confidential, but, you know, hit us up. I mean, we would love more content. Uh, We would love to interact with you. Uh, There are some that have already began to interact Mm -hmm. with us. But yeah, I mean, hit us up. We want to interact with y'all. Yeah, and we're going to be posing some questions on there. Um, so for this podcast, we're going to be talking about interracial fetishes. And we posted a picture on there asking, you know, what were our followers' thoughts on interracial uh, relationships? And so we'll kind of get into that. Yeah, let's dive right into it. So I guess the first thing to talk about is where did this topic even come from? Um, any thoughts on that for you? Uh, I think for me, just being on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, I see a lot of times that uh, people, you know, whenever they see mixed kids or whenever they see interracial couples posting about mixed kids, mm-hmm. um, and you know, that couple doesn't have a child yet, they, you know, refer to them as having a fetish. But um, other than that, I mean, unless I'm on, you know, Pornhub, you know, that's <laughs> my only other fetish I know of. Yeah. Um, I think in a couple podcasts that we've listened to, um, they've talked about, you know, people having interracial fetishes and, you know, whether that's they have a fetish of a black guy and they're a white girl or, you know, the opposite or... Um, you know, people who fetishize looking at that type of porn, um, but also kind of getting away from the sexual part of it. I have heard people that fetishize having mixed children. And I want to kind of go ahead and address that. I don't think people should be saying that because when it comes to fetishizing, that is strictly sexual so you shouldn't really be saying that you fetish fetish, words lord (laughs) you fetish size having mixed children because that's not a sexual thing you know wait wait and where where are you getting it from so let me just i guess go ahead and address like what the definition of a fetish is so this is kind of ironic but I just downloaded this book for psychiatry like it's a whole different other subject and whenever I downloaded or purchased that book they actually sent me this whole like psychology behind sex book for free I don't know why or how that happened but I was like you know what let me go (laughs) look in there for the definition so the definition that this book provided was a paraphilia which for those who don't know, paraphilia is basically just, you know, something that people like. Uh, philia means 
that you have that you like something mm -hmm. so a paraphilia in which an inanimate object such as an article of clothing or items made of rubber leather or silk elicit sexual arousal so i think it's really important to kind of emphasize that last part that when you talk about fetishes it's not just like you like something like you really like something like no it's strictly to do with sex or a sexual arousal in yourself so you don't necessarily have to end up having sex when you're thinking about this thing but you have to end up like masturbating or you know it gets you sexually excited <laughs> hey, i mean you know live your life live your life that's what it yeah. is yeah so when it comes to interracial relationships or you know people being together sexually. Do you think that can be a fetish? Do we think that can be a fetish? So my opinion on that is no. Or I will say it depends. Mm. So going strictly based off of the true definition of what a fetish is, the answer to that would be no then. What? Well, okay, I guess if you're going off of that, like made of rubber, leather, and silk. <laughs> well, the the thing is, is it's talking about an inanimate object making mm -hmm. you sexually aroused. That's true. So, so okay, whenever I hear the word fetish, first thing I think of is feet. Right. So, so when it comes to feet or like... You know, I mean, I don't have a foot fetish, but right. it's like... Right. That's like one of the first fetishes that I, that I've learned about. Yeah. So. so, and you'll often hear mostly guys be like, "Oh yeah, I'm a butt guy or I'm a boob guy," or mm. you know, if they mm. have a foot fetish, that's okay. a lot of the times what people think of because that's pretty popular or whatever. Now, um, those are actually a subsection of a fetish or like kind of another tier in itself called mm. a um, partial. Um, partialism so basically that means that you you can be attracted to you're partial to okay a certain area you better of... break it down this <laughs> world's a little too big exactly <laughs> so you're partial to a certain area of the body so like when you when you get very aroused from a woman's boobs or like you say oh i'm a boob guy like mm -hmm. you don't necessarily have a fetish but you have partialism towards that body. So fetishism is non, or they're inanimate objects. So things like shoes or, you know, stockings, like women's stockings or. <laughs> Wait, so sitting right across from us is my shoe collection. Yeah, so yeah. Do I have a fetish? <laughs> uh, do you get sexually aroused and do you want to jack off to your shoes? I mean, if it's a cool <laughs> pair, I mean, you see the animal packs over there, so I mean. So let me let me just preface this by saying right that Q has a Nike Air Max collection. Nike Air Max, want to be specific? Yeah, well, I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but he has a collection, so that's kind of what he's referring to right now. <laughs> Only made by the greatest designer in sneaker history, Tinker Hatfield. But anyways, back to the fetishes. <laughs> so let's yes. just say when a woman is like oh my gosh i want my man to be tall blah 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 is that a fetish so, or is that a partialism yeah so that would be more on the partialism side um where it's like an attribute that a person can have that you are you know quote unquote partial to mm. so i like tall guys or i you like women who have big boobs or you like long legs or 
you know, um, I, I like guys who have long hair and things like that. Okay. So that can start to get into more of what we're talking about, which is having, you know, the interracial quote unquote fetish, right? Yeah. So like I said, when it comes to the strict definition of fetish, no, you cannot have an interracial fetish, or at least not in my opinion. But where I think people get confused and in conversations that we have talked about is, you know, well, you know, there, there's something that you said that kind of stuck out to me. And that was when it comes to typically like white women having fetishes about black men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, and but with that, you know, they don't want to be with them. They just want to sleep with them. They want to have that experience. Right. But something that you said that kind of stuck out to me was you feel like a white woman is fetishizing a black man whenever she just dates or has sex with any black guy. Like typically people have a type, right? Mm-hmm. Typically people have a type. Yeah. yeah. And when you and and this isn't necessarily my opinion but it kind of did make sense to me when you talked about it that you know when you see just in the what we've talked about these white women dating any type of black guy that's like a fetish towards black guys not necessarily that you actually you know like black guys or you want to be in a relationship because people even even though i obviously (laughs) like black guys you know i still have a type Mm-hmm. And most people do. Right. And and I guess, you know, to dive in that a little bit more, mm-hmm. it's just that I guess the case study that I ran into. Yeah. <laughs> um, that person, you know, they they dated black guys and, and it this was is just, a personal case study, right? <laughs> Not something you read. But but <laughs> those guys, they didn't have anything in common other right. than the color of their skin. And when I say nothing in common, you know, absolutely nothing. Yeah. Other than the color of their skin. But also, um, I think, you know, when you don't have any knowledge or any interaction Mm -hmm. with that culture at all right because like you spoke about in the last episode yeah you know you you know you hung around black women and Mm -hmm. you know in your age group and not that that that's a prerequisite right but a lot of times that's what it stems from Mm -hmm. you know like when you see that that white guy that everybody thinks is black and you know but nine times out of ten you know he's hanging around a lot of black people he's into the black culture like when it comes to rap and sports and things like that so but this case study you know had no knowledge no understanding Mm -hmm. of anything of the black culture right you know like black men but at the same time yeah that, that was about it you know unlike you where you said even you know you related to some of the things that that you know not necessarily black people experience, but you know sometimes what black men experience. Yeah. You know, you you can understand you understood it. You know, you you had that knowledge of it, and of course there's more to it, and that's just surface level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think that that was you know a, a very blaring sign that this person didn't know what they was getting, what they were getting into, yeah. and I think that's the thing with an interracial relationship. You have to understand what you're getting into. Yeah, and I think that kind of goes back to what we were talking about in our very first podcast where when you're dating someone of the opposite, and I don't want to say opposite, but you know, when you're dating someone who is 
not in the same culture, the same race as you, you know, you have to get into their different, you know, cultural activities and aspects and things like that. That's a good point. Real quick, um, apologies if you hear Simba going to town on his like bone, <laughs> on his chew toy. It, it's a chew toy, but I mean he has his big dinosaur bone, and all of a sudden he just decided, hey, I'm going to play with it now. Simba's our dog, by the way. Oh, I don't know yeah, I if guess. We've ever mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, but um, apologies for that. He's in his room now. He's crying, but no, y'all should hear no more crunching sounds. But anyways, like you were saying. So, going yeah, going back to our first podcast, we had talked briefly about um, I, me personally knowing girls who were dating black guys, but yet knew nothing about the black culture. They didn't care to know about the black culture. And like the one girl I'm thinking of specifically, she even had a child. You know, she has a mixed child, and like didn't know. I mean, like, I'm kind of appalled to even think or, you know, talk about this, but she had no connection with the black community as far as being immersed in it herself. And she was to the point where she was basically raising the child. Um, I don't want to say by herself, but, you know, the child lived with her only. And that child is probably now going to grow up with not having any connection to the black community besides the way he looks. Right, you know, right. and that that's honestly sad to me. And so that that's where I feel like the, you know, the colloquialisms mm-hmm. of fetish come from is, you know, you have this white woman who's who wants to be with this black guy or just multiple black guys just because. Exactly. Cause he's Mandingo. <laughs> he got the third leg. You exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ex- yeah. yeah. And. You know, but that's not fair to her now child or that's not fair to the man that she was with. Now, you know, I can't speak for them. I mean, I feel like it was kind of his responsibility to be with her or not be or teach her or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think something that you bring up with the child and that's why it's important that you do understand and learn that other culture because your child is going to be a part of two different cultures and that child you know is probably going to go through an identity crisis because of the world that we live in you know um interracial children or biracial children they're becoming you know a bigger population now but um you know nowadays these kids have no one to relate to Mm -hmm. um you know not too many stories have been told or expressed but if you just look at the thing the stories online they're going to be experiencing like some um some trying times growing up now when they become an adult they might be more comfortable but you know it's just those adolescent years where they're going to be challenged and it's important you know even if that uh other parent isn't in the picture um it's just still important that the uh, opposite parent still has awareness of that culture so they can teach them because you never know how your child's hair is going to turn out. You know, you never mm-hmm. know what their skin tone is going to look like because, Leah, if you, <laughs> you know, if you have a child and their skin tone is darker and then, you know, let's just say I'm not there. Yeah. You know, how, how are you going to help that child if you don't even know how to talk to them about their skin tone? Right. Because with skin tone, you got to talk about things like, you know, being treated, uh, you know, negatively by the police 
or in a way that isn't fair. Uh, I mean, not even just the police, but society and, um, and, and you know, just just American culture in general. I mean, right. well, world culture, you know, going overseas, I, I've experienced so much stuff. Mm-hmm. But just more importantly, you have to be able to educate your child on that because the person you're talking about, you know, my biggest fear for their child is how are they getting through with doing their hair? That is like that's their hair wasn't hard. ever done. So oh, yeah, see, yeah, <laughs> see, and, she, and the mom probably doesn't even know how to deal with it. Yeah, you know, I mean, at least Kim Kardashian knows how to tackle that. <laughs> like wow. I mean, there was no thought even given to that kind of stuff, and it just kind of appalled me to say the least that she already has, you know, this child with this black man and it's like she has no inkling to what's even going on oh i realize you're talking about don't you got two well the other one isn't oh <laughs> oh oh okay i thought it was no i thought was, oh okay no um but yeah i mean she just you know i'm sure this story is true for you know more than just her but this is just the person that i know and you know it's just crazy to think that she had just no earthly idea of what was going on like the racial disparities going on in our country and not only did she not know but it's like she didn't care and i'm like well your son is gonna grow up having to deal with that and he's gonna look at you like why didn't you ever tell me this was a thing right now you know but now i guess it, i mean is that i feel like it is her responsibility but do you feel like that's her responsibility or should it be the dad's responsibility? Both. Yeah. Both. Because, I mean, that dad might say it one way and it might not click with the child. Yeah. But, or when a mom, like, doubles down on that, uh, what the dad says, or it might compliment what the dad says, then that child might take it more serious. Because if, you know, if both parents are both in the picture, you know, if it just comes from one side, you know, I mean, man, you know, we, we have two Christmases and whatnot. Yeah. We know that, like when you only hear from one side you only take in right it doesn't resonate as much so that's why you know it's important to to have your stuff down you know have your um information and knowledge down yeah i mean and that you know stems back to the beginning of the relationship like you should not be dating someone just because you like the way they look or you know you want to experience that you know well i mean i would say sometimes of course looks go into well, right that's but, always going to be the start of a but you have to ask yourself like you always have to ask yourself can i deal with that you know that culture shock mm-hmm. that i'm going to experience when i meet the rest of the family like you know am i aware of their um uh of their like cultural um I don't know, like the things that they do during holidays, their their traditions and things like that. Because if you're not, then, you know, like if, you know, if you were a black family and you don't know how to play spades or (laughs) you try to play spades and then you're not used to that shit talking that goes down at the table, bro, just get out of there, you know? So I guess on your side of things, how do you feel like, I mean, and I want to say, I want to preface this by saying this can happen to any you know race or ethnicity we're just speaking from our perspectives as being a white female and a black male but as a black male how do you feel like you can or not you because you're already in a wonderful relationship but (laughs) how do you feel like black men can prevent 
something like that from happening? How do you feel like, so like with your friend, for example, who was dating the girl who you felt like she was just running through guys because she had a black fetish. How do you feel like black men can prevent from being fetishized? Uh, I think that's hard because I'm, I'm, and I'm just speaking for black men. Yeah. I think sometimes we might enjoy, and you know what? Maybe it's not even black men. Maybe it's just being like young men. Mm-hmm. You know, we might enjoy being fetishized. Yeah. You know, because I'm, hey. Some, some there's some guys that just want to swallow the royal oats, you know. Yeah. They want they want to be that stereotype and everything like and that. And I will say, um, there, <laughs> this has actually happened to me twice, and I think you were one of them, and then another guy I was with prior to you um, have both said to me, <laughs> "You're right, no one, honey, no one." Um, so but, what did I say? <laughs> so at one point um, in our time together, you said, you know jokingly that if I if this was you know hundreds of years ago that I would have been with a slave now I mean like I said this was a joke but you know I think that kind of goes back to your point that you were just mentioning how sometimes you enjoy being fetishized (laughs) right I mean that's true so like I said I I mean that's I, I think that's a challenge for a young male um you know, to not be fetishized. Sometimes, you know, we we, we want to be tossed around like that, you know? Yeah. I um, guess it maybe it doesn't even really matter as long as you're not being hurt in the process. Like, if, well, if you... Well, actually, actually, I want to say sometimes we might not even know that we're being fetishized. Because yeah. I don't think that it might hit until you know like later down the road like like, oh shit relationship yeah Yeah. or i mean you know even if you're still with that person you realize oh shit you don't know shit about yeah well yeah you don't know shit about black culture like Mm -hmm. i i I can't be educating you on everything everything every inch like i mean you couldn't read a book i mean they got movies on this like netflix got a whole section on black culture like yeah you know like update yourself <laughs> it's 2021 mm-hmm. like if it was like the late 90s or whatever okay sure maybe maybe yeah but you know we're so exposed to so much where you can just you know youtube and google are our best friends yeah you know um but yeah i mean that's why i would go with that like it is challenging to even know that you are being fetishized. Sometimes I, I would feel like if I'm at a college party, I you know, feel some like girls just woo, you know, yeah. those woo girls. I feel like it would yeah, have I know to I'm be being fetishized <laughs> at that point, but right. I feel like it would have to be a really superficial relationship for that to be the case. You know, like I don't think you would get into a very deep relationship with someone like, you know, me and you have been together on and off for like eight years. And so I don't think we would be at this point if it was just a fetish, you know? Mm-hmm. And that that's another thing to kind of talk about too. Um, you know, there, I, I don't think it's even possible to really, you know, get in, you know what, I take that back. So I was gonna, what I was about to say is, I don't think you can get into a serious relationship and marry someone that it's just a fetish. And the reason why I now take that back is because I just thought about that one article that we saw like a few years back where the man was married to a black woman mm-hmm. and he, it was a white man, black woman. And he, I don't think, I think he killed her or anything, but like he like beat her and would call her racial slurs and, mm-hmm. 
all that kind of stuff. But then everybody was like, well, how is he racist if you're married to a oh, black yeah, woman? Oh, yeah, I remember that. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, one thing ain't got nothing to do with the other. Right, because George Washington, all them other slave owners back in the day, right. all had black children. Right. Like, so what does that tell you? Exactly. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, you definitely can get into a serious relationship. I mean, maybe one person. Oh, 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 no, no, no. You remember when my um, dad sent I me got, a text? Yep, that was going to be the oh other thing. Oh, my gosh. My dad <laughs> sent me a text. It was like a meme. No, no, it was real. Uh, well, but it was... Anyway, go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, so my dad sent me a text of a guy <laughs> who was at the, uh, the insurrection at the White House who kind of organized a lot of stuff. It was a white guy. Um, I, I forget who he was specifically, but he was very racist. Like, he was blatantly racist. Well, wasn't he... The pit, the meme that you were... That you saw, the guy was in a KKK no, suit. No, no, no. No, the one I'm talking about is the guy who was at the protest and everything, and his wife was black. Uh-huh. And then they were showing, like, how racist he was, like, with his tweets and everything. Mm-hmm. And then his black wife even supported his like um Mm -hmm. his anglo-saxon beliefs Mm -hmm. so yeah and then my dad my dad sent that to me and i replied back to him i said that's me and leah (laughs) (laughs) and he didn't respond to that i don't think he did well no he didn't (laughs) uh obviously that's not the case (laughs) um but in situations like that yeah i mean i think that is a fetish because you know how can you sit there and I mean you you obviously don't know anything about either one of the cultures but that one's a weird situation because you know she was supporting all that stuff so maybe she had the fetish about him right right <laughs> I mean that happens a lot of times yeah you know, she probably gave up her heritage and everything yeah cause she believed in him so much mm-hmm. yeah so I mean definitely um, believe in it so I guess kind of going to our Instagram um, and checking out the comments that people had responded to when we asked, you know, what, so the question was, are interracial relationships a fetish? And I would say most of the people who commented were um, on the same side as, you know, people are going to fetishize anything like anything can be fetishized now i will say that i don't necessarily agree with that because going back to the true definition of a fetish it has to be an inanimate object blah 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 but i understand what they're trying to say that you know at the end of the day anything could be taken out of its context for what it's supposed to be you know yeah and real quick i Mm -hmm. just want to give you you know urban urban dictionary dictionary, definition okay a fetish which is a sexual desire for something usually it becomes an unhealthy obsession right um so back to the comments like i said a lot of people were just kind of saying that you know fetishes don't have any place in interracial um, relationships that, you know, if you have true intentions, that's not going to be the case. And, you know, that's what's true for us. You know, I do think, and obviously we've already talked about that there are plenty of people out there who will, you know, create something that's not beautiful out of what our relationship is and so you will have white women going after black men just because they can Um, and you know I'm sure the opposite is true as well oh you know what I think about it like this Uh, let's look at um, 
I, you know, I hate to use this example and stereotype people, mm-hmm. but let's let's look at football players. You know, when they go to schools like Clemson or these huge, predominantly white institutions, otherwise known as PWIs, you know, a lot of times. Um, I don't want to say I, I don't want to say that this is true, but uh, the stereotype is that you know these white women are dating these football players mm-hmm. because of their money, but also mm-hmm. because of their athletes. You know, they're not only are they black, but but they're going to be rich too. So it's mm-hmm. like they can they can forego their skin color because they're going to be rich and everything like that. You know, sometimes that can I, I think that teeters on the lines of a fetish. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, you know, when it comes to our relationship, you know, it's clearly not that. So there's also plenty of other relationships that are not going to be fetishes. Like, it's just as simple as that we are attracted to each other and we do love each other. And it's definitely beyond what we look like at this point, you know. Right. So I think both of us are deeply immersed in each other's culture and families and things like that. So... You know, when it comes to the fetish thing, can it be a fetish? Yes. You know, in the, you know, layman's terms. But is it always? No, of course not. So it really just depends on, you know, what your intentions are. Right, right. And I would would ask yourself, like, hey, why is it that I like this person? Yeah. Then that'll let you know what your intentions are. And I think a lot of times when people use oh that's only because they fetishize them they use it as a slur right and also you know that reminds me uh i don't want to get into a long rant here but mm-hmm. i think a lot of times you have um a specific group of people that may want to throw slander because they hear some immature people that say oh um i like this group of women more because they do this or oh, actually I'm getting to the stereotypes like I like white women because they give it or right. I like uh, Latina women because uh, you know they, they love hard or or they, they're submissive to their men and things like right. that you know just whatever crazy stereotype you can think of and then but isn't I, that kind of I mean well like you said it's like a stereotype yeah so it's just a it's stereotype kind of like, anyway go ahead well <laughs> my thing with that is that um, I mean, sometimes that might be a slight, but also it's coming from an immature person. So I don't yeah. think that you should take that in or hold it in as a grudge against anybody or saying like black men. Um, oh, they always say that they do this for. You and know. plus that's reducing us to that stereotype. So like, right, you know, right. going back to, you know, what did you say? White women give head. Yeah. So like, what is that all you're with me? Because I give head because I promise you. We would not be together if that was the case. Bro, I'm glad you said that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have left mm. me a long time ago if that's all you thought about mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then, you know, the opposite, you know, of course, there's a stereotype that, you know, black men have big dicks. And yeah, I mean, I would have left you like that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just pulled out a ruler for the first time in my life. <laughs> I've been insecure about nothing this entire time. Anyways, anyways. But uh, I think I think a lot of times when we are younger, you might hear, um, you know, boys. I'm not going to say men. Yeah. But you might hear boys say ignorant statements. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. Don't, you know, uh, what? How did I forget how that Bible verse goes. But it was like when I was a child, I thought I was a child. 
Right. And so don't ever repeat something that a 13, 16, I mean, even 18 year old that is saying something. These are not, you know, grown adults. Their brains haven't even fully developed. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not going to take that and be like, oh, this is what black men are on. Right. Like, no, uh, because a lot of times there could be a lot of manipulation from from media. You know, they could have heard that as a joke and said it as a joke. It's inappropriate. I don't agree with it. But, you know, I, I know that there's like coach or there's a certain group of people that use that as a defense as so, you know, why interracial couples shouldn't be a thing or why right. they don't like interracial couples. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think that about wraps up this podcast. But uh, like I said in the beginning, please check us out on Instagram. Um, To be honest, we don't have a lot of posts on there right now, but we are trying to increase our social media presence as well as, you know, create content. So So definitely make sure that your friends, uh, your other interracial couples, and they don't even have to be interracial. Maybe they want to learn more about, you know, what the interracial lifestyle was like. Yeah. You know, have them follow us as well. Yeah, and so it's at not so black white pod, and then you can email us at not so black white pod at gmail.com um, if you have any questions or suggestions. And once again, you know, we might answer your question and then we might think that it's actually really interesting and we want to bring it up um, on a podcast. We're going to keep, um, you know, we're going to keep your name out of it, but we would love if you would allow us to uh, use it on the podcast. and. If not, you can let us know as well. I mean, we respect your privacy, um, but we just want to make sure that we touch on all bases because just because we're an interracial couple, that mean, that doesn't mean that we go through every experience. That exactly. exactly. That interracial couple's experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, like I said, I think that wraps it up. So this is Leah. And it's your boy Q. And we'll see you next time. Deuces.